Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Our hot topic today is from questions from our viewers. I call this segment Table Talk, taking your questions and weighing those questions against the Word of God. Stay with us. We'll be right back. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The Christian View. Hi. Welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have today. Thank you all for being here. It's great to have you. Thank you at home for watching or those listening by podcast or radio. This is The Christian View, and we take today's hot, challenging topics, and we weigh them against the Word of God because God does have a view, and He has a view for you. Well, today we're going to be doing some table talk. We're going to take the questions that our viewers have written in, and we're going to weigh those questions against the Word of God. But before we do, I'm going to introduce those sitting around my, our table, um, our half table. We were talking about a round table, but this is actually a the moon. moon. Yes, and, the moon. And, and, I, and I love that. And so, um, anyway, I have the beautiful Trudy Davis. Thank you for being here. We love having you. Pastor Lee Adams, always great having you. Candace, all the way from Nashville. Thank you. And Jen from New York. Thank you for being here. Um, they're doing amazing things for the kingdom in addition to pouring into the Christian view. So check out their ministries and see what all they are doing because they're just amazing people and you don't want to miss out on what's going on in their life. Um, okay, so today we're going to take three questions sent in by our audience and we're just going to weigh those against the word of God. And the first one, um, Candace, comes from a lady named Renee. And this topic has been in the media for, you know, I think it was two months ago, three months ago, there was some, some topic about it, but it's called, it was, she asked, should Christian tithe and what does that mean? Okay. I know. It's a big one. It's a big one. All right. Well, first of all, what is a tithe? And it's 10% of income or assets given to God for his faithfulness. Okay. The first time tithing shows up is in Abraham and Melchizedek in the book of Genesis. And it says that Melchizedek is a priest of the Most High God, and Abraham tithed to him after Mm -hmm. coming back from a major battle. The next time you see a tithing is Jacob, when he is going to Paddan to have one of Sarah's brother's wives to look for a wife. He has this divine encounter with the Lord, and he says to God, if you bring me back safely to my family and... uh, and with the wife, etc., you will be my God, and also I will tithe right. 10% of everything. Right. And then you see the Lord gave it to the Levites as a tithe in Israel as their inheritance. Mm-hmm. And you find out when they don't tithe, when Nehemiah goes back to the nation of Jerusalem after being gone for several years, it shows you that the priests are outside working in the fields. Why? Because the people had failed right. to tithe. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the question is, should they tithe? So in Malachi, the verse that most people will quote Mm -hmm. is, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing there will not be room enough to store it. But people say, well, there's not tithing in the New Testament. But Jesus says in the New Testament, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You give a tenth of your spices, your mint, your dill, and your cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. 
But then I was thinking, because God owns all the cattle on the hill, mm-hmm. which is from Psalm 50. Mm-hmm. So, why do we tithe? Does God need our money? No. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. He, we tithe because it's about him needing first place in right. our hearts yeah. and in our lives. And I think that's, the, that's hitting the nail on the head. We tithe, it's a heart issue. It yes. is a heart issue. from Because God doesn't need our money, Trudy, right? He doesn't no, need no. our money. So it's a heart yes. issue for the Lord. And if we, since money is such an important thing in our lives. If we give that to God, we know then that he knows that we will learn to trust him in all aspects of life. And I did want to say something that really struck me in in doing this topic. And that was in that verse in Malachi, where it talks about bringing the tithes into the storehouse. But it says, so there'll be enough food in my temple. And I equate that to missions and the things that churches do. And statistically, approximately 95% of Christians do not tithe today. So 95% percent and this is a statistic that I found it said so therefore uh, ministries are functioning on only five percent of what God intended for the needy the widows uh, the hungry to have so that was very compelling to me don't try that a fear of lack Mm. also um, there's a lot too where people have misconceptions because a lot of people I have encountered would say that tithing is a Old Testament right. um, yes. law or rule. Mm. But if you go to the New Testament, if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 1 through 2, and then he says, Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I've given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store, as God has prospered him, yes. that there be no gatherings when I come. So it was there that they took up the collections, right. even in the New Testament, right. yes. and make sure that the needs of the house of the Lord were taken right. care of. But I think people, as you were saying about building faith, it, it is a lack of faith, but I found that that giving also increases our faith you know the greatest way to be able to increase your faith is giving and there's a story real quick about Colgate how he told the Lord if he prospered him um, that he would give and he started giving 10 percent and then he started giving 20 then he went on he was able to give 30 40 eventually giving almost all of the money from Colgate to um, the Lord and now Colgate still is one of the leading toothpaste companies Amen. in the country. Amen. Amen. And then I'm sure, yeah, we have yeah. tons like of stories. In Leviticus like uh, 28 through 32, mm-hmm. when we really bring home that tenth, uh, that tenth percent. Mm-hmm. And I think what you said, Pastor Lee, is about the fear. Yes. Why don't we give? Why is it 95 percent? Doc- uh, I'm calling you Dr. Trudy. Trudy. <laughs> is because people are frightened to give yeah. what they don't have, right? Not right. to know that when mm-hmm. we trust God, He's going to give it right, it right. More. And we see stat right. after stat after stat of that. We want. We want to see it in our bank account. We want to see the numbers in our bank account, yes. right? We don't, we don't have enough, some of us don't have enough trust mm-hmm. to, to give it out. I have so, so many examples sure of God doing that. It's so cool. So, so remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also yes. reap sparingly. Mm. Whoever sows generously will also reach, reap yes. generously. And we don't want to give reluctantly. We want to give out of faith. We want to give to help others, to advance God's kingdom, and to store up treasures mm. in heaven and yeah. not on earth. Amen. Amen. So the answer is, yes, we are called to tithe as believers. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with your next question. Don't go away. Welcome back. I love our audience. Thank you all for being here. You're amazing. Um, 
Well, we're talking today about questions that our audience has written in. And the first topic was on should Christians tithe. And this next question, Trudy, basically is a yes or no, but we're going to try to, we're going to dive a little deeper. And that is, um, and it comes from Linda, is Jesus the only way to heaven? Yes. Jesus is the only way to heaven. And I love this little blurb that I read that says, such an exclusive statement may confuse, surprise, or even offend. And I think that's where we're at in our society. Mm. But nonetheless, it's true. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except or heaven except through me so I think that that's a a definite yes and the other thing is to just keep in mind what we're hearing in society today is that he is a way but that is not scriptural that does not line up with scriptural scripture he is the only way and we do know that offends people but it will also save their lives it will save their lives he is the way he is the way and you know go ahead yeah yeah yeah. When, when people are sick and when people are dying and they're losing their loved ones we don't want to believe that we won't see them again. Right. And it's so hard when you're sitting alongside someone comforting them right. and you ask them, do they know Jesus? And when you hear that they don't, my heart prays, Lord, allow them to say yes, yes. to you on their final breaths mm. because God will let them in to kingdom. Amen. Yes. Just like he did the thief on the cross, yes. right? You just Amen. It's just in that split second, all you have to do is say yes to Jesus and ask him into your heart. I but, want to tag on to what Trudy said. You know, she was talking about it's exclusive, but you want to know it's also all inclusive. He says, come Amen. to me. Yes. Uh, you know, he died for all. And that's also just confirming is the only way. Acts 4.12, salvation is found in no one else, for yes. there's no other name under heaven which men can be saved. John 10.7.9, I am the gate. Whoever enters yes. through me yes. will be saved. First Timothy 2.5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. Amen. Now, I live in New York City, and I don't want to bash New York City because you live in New York City. I grew tremendously in New York City uh, because my my teachers were knowledgeable in Greek and Hebrew, etc. But I had a woman in my building who said, no, Jesus is not the only way. Just think about it. There are so many ways to get in New York. You can take the bus. You can take the subway. You can take a train. You can fly. You can go to into three right. different airports. And oh. Jesus is not that way. Right. It's not... All these he was ways appointed by God. He was appointed, appointed by God. As appointed by God. And it says that in First Peter 2, 4, that he was appointed. But Lee, you hear people say all the time, well, I'm a good person. Right? right? Wow. So how do you combat, mm-hmm. how do you as a pastor, someone comes to you, I'm a good person. Why can't I just get to heaven on being a good person? Well, I think that, you know, first and foremost, I always try to present to people that salvation is a gift. Right. And That's it's a good. gift from God, you know, and we teach yeah. from John three sixteen for God so loved yes. the world Amen. that he gave. So he gave a gift. So I teach people that, you know, the only reason why we have to go this way is because the Bible tells us that no sin can glorify in God's presence. Amen. So right. the only way for us to be cleansed from sin is through Jesus yes. Christ, mm-hmm. believing on him as the scriptures have right, said. Right. So if people, no matter how good we are, no matter how wonderful we've been, there is still the only way we can be redeemed is that we accept and believe on Jesus Christ. So even though I've been a good person, morally good, you know, I might have tried strive to keep the law. Mm-hmm. I've tried not to break mm-hmm. any rules, you know, tried to do all the right things. I still, my heart, 
You know, it goes further right. than just my works. It also mm -hmm. is my heart. So my heart has allowed room for Christ to come in right. because what God receives, he's receiving back Jesus into Amen. himself. So the only way that we can qualify to go back with him is that we also have Jesus. Amen. And I think Amen. it's a little prideful to say I'm a good person because really, are yeah. any of us good people? We all, we all, we all. What yeah. we're using yeah. as our right. Using Christ, no. we all have sinned and fallen. Right, Christ. right. You know what I love though, Jen, is the book of Acts. It says Acts sixteen thirty one. It says, "Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved, you and your household." Yes. Yes. How beautiful is that? And when we go back to the Old Testament, with that same note, when you sin, what did they do? They had a blood covering. Right. What did they use as a blood covering? They used their livestock, their most precious yeah. gift. And that's what Flawless. Jesus gave us. Absolutely. Can you imagine? Like, I have a little baby. I can't even imagine God giving his most precious gift, Jesus, yes. to die. Mm -hmm. So on that cross, right. we have forgiveness Absolutely. and have eternal life of salvation. And it's just so beautiful. Because I think about that, too. I think about, I mean, could I really do that with Jonathan? I mean, the sacrifice that was given yes. for us so yes. that we could have eternal yes. life. And not only that, the abundant life through Jesus Christ. One of my favorite scriptures, Trudy, is John 10.10. 10. The Amen. enemy comes to steal, kill, and oh, destroy. But sure. I, Christ, have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. And so this question, is Jesus the only way to heaven? You know, people's mind, they're blind. The right, enemy yes. has deceived yeah, them. They're believing yes, yes. a lie somewhere. You know, well, there's so many religions out there. There's so many good yes. people out there. But truly... It is Jesus Christ. And people right. don't realize it's you're not giving anything up. Right. You're getting oh, abundant yes. life on this yes. earth as well as the next. Right. It is not a sacrifice. It's yes. just yes. saying no to your flesh, yes. which we, we don't to, like to do. And we have to stay away from the apostasy because the apostasy would have us all denying Christ. Right. And if we're not mm -hmm. careful, you know, even when we say how good we are and how wonderful we are, if we try to go any other way, the Bible says we're a thief and a robber right. because right. we're denying Christ. So even in our one wonderful, nice person and good people mode, if we are not believing on Christ or trying to take away Jesus out of the equation, then we're really operating in apostasy. You think, I, I agree with you on that. And do you think that we're trying to play the role of Jesus sometimes when we're doing that? Mm. Maybe. Mm. I like when we ask people, where do you think you go when you die? Mm -hmm. And let them find out. Right. And that, that Jesus speaks. Great question. And, and I think we so have to care more about where they're going to spend eternity than their present Absolutely. state of happiness right this right. moment. And as believers, we have to love right. them enough that we want to speak the truth yes. in yes. love. And, and you know, be okay if they get offended with the gospel. Be okay if, if you know what, we, we're sharing Jesus and they may not receive it because at that point you're planting a seed. And each time we speak Jesus to someone, we are planting a seed that someone else is going to come and, and water. So yes, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We'll be right back with more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Christian View, um, we're having a great discussion today um, just on topics that you have sent in. So continue sending those topics in. You can go to our YouTube channel and our, our Facebook page and our, our website. We have a new website up, which looks amazing. Yeah. So yes, do any nice. of those to, to reach us at thechristianview.tv because we love hearing from our audiences and we love praying for each and every one of you. So keep those coming. So um, Jen, this is a uh, loaded question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Bring it on. I figured you would be. So it says, you know, why does a good God allow evil? So why does a good God allow evil? That is a power-punched question. And that is one of those questions that I think when we go to heaven and we say, Lord, why did you let my dad die when I prayed for him? Right. 
why did you let me lose my job when I was at depth's end to take care of my family? Why, why, why? Right. And it tells us in Job, and Job is a phenomenal, so rich. phenomenal yes. uh, story. And I was talking with my husband, who's very brilliant, Jimmy Taylor, oh my gosh. And I said, break down Job for me. Let's talk about this, because my, my husband has such logic. And he said to me, he's like, Jen, it's a spiritual condition. It's not the flesh. Right, right. And I said, hold the roll. <laughs> Let's look at Job. And in Job 28, 12 through 14, but where can wisdom be found? Where does understanding dwell? Man does not comprehend its worth. It cannot be found in the land of the living. And the deep says, it's not in me. The sea says, it's not in me. So if we're talking about the flesh, and our flesh says, I want you to stay with me. Don't die. Mm -hmm. It's not the spirit. The spirit is saying, God, help me transcend into you. Exactly. So why does God let bad things happen? I think it's like Job. He tests us to draw near to him Mm -hmm. in the darkest of dark. But it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. You know, it's funny because Job is my son's favorite book. And he's 16, but he loves the book of Job. But in the book of Job, God questions Job and says, why why do you think you can question me? I I am God. I tell the the sun when to set, the the moon when to rise. Did I get that backwards? We get it. The ocean ocean waves where to stop. Why? And I think you're right. If we are walking in the spirit, connected with the holy God, would we really question him? Or would we really trust him? I think when we look at it, too, you know, when I think about God and evil, the Bible teaches us, you know, we look at the beginning in Genesis. You've everything that God did was good. Right. Amen. Finalized and yes. said everything. We don't hear the word evil until you get to Genesis chapter two. Mm-hmm. And it came about mm. because of disobedience. Right. Right. And in that disobedience, the thing that prevailed was God had already set them up. And he warned just like he warns us today. Stay away from the things that will cause you to go against right. God. Yes. But because they ate from the tree of knowledge, then their eyes were enlightened and they had already sinned. But by that time, God, if he would wanted to stop it, because people have said, well, he created Satan. Yes, but Satan also went into disobedience. Right, so that's right. how evil came about. But God does not override our will. Mm-hmm. He's that's, a God of free will. Right. So all of us have a choice. We have a choice to do good or we have a choice to do evil. The Bible says he sets before us an Amen. open door. Which one are you going to choose, death or life? Mm. So it's very apparent to us today it's still the same whether or not well, are we going to follow Christ and live or are we going to go and do the things that he tells us not to do and he teaches us the wages of sin or what death. That's so right. the evil is not so much as that God is allowing it, but he allows us to have free will. He could take away free will and we'd all be like robots. We'd be robots. How do you stay in that place of -hmm. of life when there's a hurricane, when there's Mm -hmm. COVID that takes out, when we go through trial, how do we stay there to say, God, where are you? Is that, do you think that's the peace that surpasses all understanding? That we, yes. when we lean into God versus lean into our yes. circumstances, if we lean into God versus what's going on around us, that's probably where that's our that faith. Yes, absolutely. And the faith that God tells us we have to have to not look at our circumstances, mm-hmm. which is what we're really talking about, our circumstances, yeah, right. but to lean into God. And you know, I think too, something to keep in mind is that. Like Lee was saying, God gives us free will, and yes. sin mm-hmm. has consequences. Yes, it does. And, but we wouldn't want free will taken right. away no. because then we couldn't have that rich relationship right. with God if we were just forced yes. to be a Christian. Exactly. I wrote this down. It said God could judge, and He could remove, 
all the evil acts and yes. all the people yes. who commit those evil acts, but then there would be no one left on earth. Right. right. Because we'd all, we'd all be gone, right? Exactly. Because we all have sinned mm-hmm. and fallen short of the glory of God. And so yes. I think like Pastor Lee said, we've got to check our hearts. Yes. It's, yes. It's, it's a heart issue. Yes. It's a trust issue. It's a faith issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think we find those scripture verses that hold us grounded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we prepare those scripture verses. So when the darkness comes, we could stand on that. Right. Trust God's not strength. on your own but understanding. Exactly. Yeah. That's also, I think we, I think somehow to get into God's perspective, because mm. we are so ingrained, steeped here. This is it. And we don't see how he's orchestrating or how he's going to use our dumb consequences that we brought upon ourselves, how he is going to use them. A verse, not a verse, a quote that I read, it says, rather than blaming God and questioning God on why he does not prevent all evil, we should be about the business of proclaiming the cure for evil and its consequences. Mm, Jesus Christ. A friend of mine gave me this great analogy. If you know here is the medicine that's going to heal you, Mm -hmm. why would you not give Jesus to someone? So it's giving Jesus, and if we could hold on to Christ as our Savior when those hardships come, knowing that it's the the Spirit, we're going to eternal life, not of the world, of the flesh. That's, I think, where we can really transcend out of why does God allow evil. Mm -hmm. And I think that the enemy loves, again, to keep us bound in in our own thoughts, right? You know, it says that we have the mind of Christ. And his mind and his thoughts are higher than our, th- our thoughts. And so we've got to stay connected. We've got yes. to stay worshiping, reading mm. in a community of believers. We've got to stay connected to the vine. Are we, we're going to, you know, we will going to, we're going to. He tells us, he said, beloved, I would above all things mm-hmm. that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And I tell people that there are no um, illegitimate ways in Christ. Right. And I think when we want to do it our own way and we want to take shortcuts, because I teach my kids that all the time, you know, you have to come to Christ legitimately. If you're going to come illegitimately, then you're going to suffer consequences Mm -hmm. because he said, I want you to prosper even as your soul prospers. Yeah, and I think that happens when we're kingdom-minded, right? You know, we're kingdom-minded, not earthly-minded, and we have to stay focused that way. And it's hard sometimes. And we have to keep in mind that if we're called to God's purposes, all things work out for His good and His glory, and and He can use anything. And again, it's having that eternal perspective. And if those who are wounded, our hearts are hardened, so we have to pray to open our heart because they're already separated from God because of the pain. Say, open my heart, God. Jesus, let me feel you as Savior and friend. And then know that... God is with us. Right. And in the beginning, God is good. In the middle, God is good. Amen. And That's in the right. end, in the God end, is good. Yes. We'll be right back with a little bit more here on the Christian yes. View. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Christian View. We've had a great discussion today on Table Talk, taking your questions and weighing them against the Word of God. Make sure you get into a Bible-believing church. Open your Bible for yourself. Praise and worship the Lord when you're at home. And just know that God loves you. And I pray each person today has a supernatural love encounter with God that changes their life and rocks their world. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye-bye.